Well, good morning, everybody. It is October 17th, 2018. Pete, what are you doing here? You know what? I just stayed from the last episode. I loved it so much. I just hung out and just kept sitting in the seat. And you're here now, and I'm here, and here we are. I couldn't understand what the sleeping bag or that strange bucket in the corner were doing here. <laughs> it's that awesome where we are, folks. If you could just see this place and be around it, you would never want to leave, too. Well, okay. Next time, I'll bring my own sleeping bag. I didn't know there was a party going on. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful day here. I'm glad to see you. And it's also this woohoo crew that showed up. Wow. Any better than this. No, wow. it doesn't. And that's why we get up and come here in the morning. That's right. Well, on this beautiful October 17th, Pete and I and the WooHoo crew and you, gentle listener, are going to be hearing a couple of media-related stories because that's what we do. And the first one is going to be talking not only about Amazon, everybody's favorite overlord, but also some social media that they're teaming up with. And Carlos Cordova III has brought us the story. Carlos! Lay it on us, Carlos. What do you got? So what's happening here is Snapchat is teaming up Amazon. So basically, you know how Shazam works with Snapchat? So when there's a song playing, you hold it down and it tells you what song it is? Yeah, that so helps old people like me a lot. Yeah, exactly. Me too. It's mm. a very useful feature. So what they're doing now is you can aim the camera at like some sort of product and hold it down and it will identify it and send you to Amazon where you can go there and purchase it. And it's not confirmed, but they're thinking that Snapchat is going to get a percentage of the money that Amazon gets from this. So it's going to help out Snapchat. How lacking. convenient. Right? It's very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that grocery stores and big box stores around the world are thinking, oh, thank goodness. Oh, this is an old strategy. It's like you go on the ride at Disney, and where does it bring you to? The gift shop. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. As I'm picturing this, Carlos, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to walk through Walmart with my Snapchat open. And this is totally not me, by the way, because I don't even have this downloaded on my phone. But <laughs> I'm walking through the store, and I'm holding this app we're talking about, and I scan a product, this fishing pole that I want, and it turns out that on Amazon Prime, I can have it in two days for $10 less, Walmart lost a sale, Amazon picked up a sale, Snapchat gets 2%. Yep, you could totally do that. I don't see like why you wouldn't be able to do that. That's a great use of this feature. I gotta tell you, that is just about smart. Amazon keeps thinking, how can we get you to buy more stuff? And then they keep coming up with these amazing ways. They had some failures, Pete. Do you remember a couple of years ago, you could get the Tide button? Yeah. And I, you, push, right? <laughs> you push the thing and it orders the button. But nah, I'm good. I don't need a light switch uh, for Tide purchases. <laughs> more than enough tide here, folks. <laughs> I think some of that came from Google, too, right? Google has something where you point it at a product, and then it tells you sometimes, right, what that thing is you're yeah. looking at. But they don't really connect to this massive online retail store. Yeah. Right, right. And so I think Amazon was like, uh, we need that. So that's actually brilliant. Yeah, and I it's think. definitely going to benefit both parties. Snapchat is needing a little bit of help, and this will definitely help them out. For and sure. then it will bring so much business to Amazon. I'm a little surprised, even, that they partnered with them, because it almost seems like something Amazon would build into an app themselves. Then you have the Amazon shopping app. This almost sounds like, and I don't know anything, folks, so please don't take my numbers, but it almost sounds like they own 50% of Snapchat and they're trying to find a way to revitalize <laughs> yeah. it or bring it back to life. I'm not sure why the partnership in that direction works, but I can see how the overall partnership is going to be huge for everybody involved except Walmart, Publix, Piggly Wiggly, all the places yeah, I, you might go buy stuff. Well, and I wonder if like developing the app for them is like, why waste all that time and money and paying people to do it? when we have Snapchat there. Yeah, it is fun to watch these companies buying other people. Like, let's not forget Amazon bought Ring Doorbell at about the time that they were going to suggest, hey, let our guys in the door <laughs> to leave the package so you don't
don't get ripped off. And so who do they buy right after that? Ring doorbell. Because you're kind of thinking, oh, are they going to use the ring doorbell now to push that thing that they're doing, that new initiative? So it is interesting to watch them either partner or buy companies that just goes right along with where they're heading as a company. So, yeah. And sometimes it's a partnership and then a purchase. Yeah. Sometimes it's a purchase for a forced partnership. They're so good. <laughs> Apparently with trillions of dollars, you can do anything. Oh, Jason, you and I have so many of those million dollar ideas. I just know <laughs> one day Amazon's going to come knocking on our door. Uh, yeah. Jeff and Elon <laughs> hand in hand. Yeah. Hey guys, we heard yeah. all your ideas. We'd love for you to join the billionaire trillionaire club. And we're not even going to tell you people listening what Jason and I are up to with getting that convertible back. But if you listen to an earlier broadcast, yeah, we're working that one. It's in the works, people. It's happening. <laughs> we are moving forward. I tell you what, Carlos, one more question I have for you about this. We've got Amazon already very involved in our lives with our Alexas and our, our whatnots that we have going on. I'm trying to think of a way that this Snapchat and Alexa are going to get together. Are we, is she going to be able to like remind us of all the things we were interested in last week? I don't even know when it comes to Snapchat and Alexa. Well, I think with where you're going is like, because Alexa can find stuff for you, right? If you ask her, I mean, she could find Tide for you probably. So when you point the camera, is this going to be sort of like she's on the ball too? And then that just ties that service in. Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, that's uh, <laughs> right. yeah, another, another million freebie. dollar idea from Jason and I. You're welcome. With my creative person's memory, I would like to be able to ask Alexa, hey Alexa, what did I point my Snapchat purchase yeah, questions right. at last Bingo. week? And it'll say, oh, well, you were interested in a mm -hmm. Ford Acura. Is that even a thing? No, it's not. That's a different uh, line. No, seriously. I see where you're going because I need that. Like, I have no idea. Like, I needed something the other week and I write it down and I still don't remember it. But Alexa is like, that's her job. I have post-its all around my house to the things I should have bought last year. Yeah, this would work out great. I don't see why they couldn't incorporate the Alexa in there. I mean, Amazon is such an innovative company with everything that they're incorporating. So I don't see why not. I think we get so wowed by these technologies, though, that you can almost think where they need to go faster than they're actually able to program program the thing to do it because let's yeah. remember these things have to be programmed yep. still they are like blank slates that need to be told okay this is how we want you to do things it's not like somebody comes up with an idea and it magically happens they have to put a lot of elbow grease into making it actually happen I used to have a poster that said, there's no such thing as just, because everyone would come up to me, yeah, Pete, could you just do this? Just do that. Just do that. Yeah. Hey, Amazon, just just do that. Yeah. Well, you'd have a hard time convincing me it's not magic. I'm pretty sure they have a genie in a broom <laughs> yeah. somewhere, and they found a way around that million wishes, and so now they just keep going in every day. Hey, yeah. genie, today we'd like... All right. Carlos Cordova III, thank you so much for bringing the story to us, and uh, and also thank you very much for always doing our audio engineering. Yeah. You've been killing it this season. This is yes. uh, almost a year now. Thank you awesome. very much. It's been a pleasure. All right, we'll see you soon. For those of you trying to do the math, we started this podcast back in January. The first episode hit the air in January, and we're wrapping up 2018 in the next couple mm. months. We're rapidly closing in on our 52nd episode, which will make mm. us a year old. A year old. Wow. Crazy. That went quick, and it's been fun. A lot of fun. And also, Pete, this is highly unlike us. We've started something and continued to do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not accustomed to that at all. Shh. Shh. <laughs> okay, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> knock on laptops. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. Rolling, as they say, yeah. Well, here we are halfway through October 17th's episode, and we have something to talk about that I think interests just about everybody in the room, if not everybody in the world, Star Wars. Oh, Star how can Wars. it not interest everyone in the world? Ben's got his fist in the air. He's so excited. This is happening, people. I think what we're going to hear about is the shrinking galaxy Ooh. in a world far, far away. Mm. Who's bringing us that? That'll be Tyler Ozzy Oswald, Ooh. executive producer of the entire podcast, my boss, your boss, yeah. benevolent leader. 
for now. (laughs) 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 This is how it starts. Well, what's happening, man? What's happening with Star Wars? So there's a lot happening with Star Wars. Remember how we said I was going to become the movie guy? I think I'm slowly transitioning into the Star Wars Marvel Disney guy. Yeah. You got to focus, right? There's a lot to talk about. So a bit of older news because there's two stories I'm kind of melding into one. So we talked about Solo back in May and we were discussing then about the burnout Mm. and are people really getting sick and tired of the Star Wars? Well, turns out people are getting sick of the Star Wars. And Disney is now cutting back on their anthology films. So they're going to go in for the episode nine, which comes out Christmas next year, 2019. They're going to wrap up that new trilogy. And then they're going to kind of take a step back and figure out exactly what they want to do with their anthology movies because they found out that Star Wars every year was kind of killing the franchise rather than helping it. We had Rogue One, which was somewhat of a success. You know, it wasn't critically acclaimed, but it was a good movie. I really like that movie. That's like one of my favorite Star Wars movies is Rogue One. It did a good job. It's on Netflix now, too. So I watch it every now and then just as background noise while I'm working. I don't know. It's just a good movie. Yeah. It fills in a lot of gaps. It fixes the plot hole that everyone's like, well, why is there one little vent on the Death Star? Mm. It does a bunch of little things. We all know what the ending is, but let's admit it. That ending scene with Darth Vader. I would love a slasher flick based around Darth Vader set to just that one scene in the Mm. hallway. That convinced me enough that they should probably do something like this. But fan dreams aside, even though we're talking about them backing away away from Star Wars a bit, we get news that John Favreau, the great creator of Iron Man 1 and the unforgotten movie Chef, which if anybody hasn't seen the movie Chef, mm-hmm. it is fantastic. It is a passion project of Favreau's and he does a brilliant job in it. He is making a Netflix series with Star Wars around the Mandalorians, which oh. if anybody doesn't know what a Mandalorian is, and <laughs> let's face it, who doesn't? Yeah, we all know. Boba Fett. Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. So they're going to base it around the culture of the bounty hunter. Oh, wow. Cool. Boba and Jenga used their armor. They weren't from that population. Yeah, but they, they weren't Mandalorians true blood and tribe, but they used the armor and all that because I believe the Mandalorians were extinct by that point. They were, and I was only correcting you. I mean, I wasn't correcting you. I know you know. You just didn't want to get so deep in the podcast that it would scare other people. I'm not afraid to do Wars. that. I mean, I've been getting back into the older public, the MMO, and I'm actually a bounty hunter on that now. I'm tanking things. It's great. Let's just completely alienate an audience right now. From the strategy standpoint, it is smart though what they're doing because it is. Like, you know how you want Christmas to come right after you have Christmas, but if it really did, you'd kind of get sick of Christmas. Right. And that's been so much of Star Wars. It's just been, yeah, what if we could have another one right away? And especially after the last Avengers movie, you kind of wanted the next movie quick because you just weren't super thrilled. But you got to be careful because that's your bread and butter and it, it is like Christmas. It's the law of diminishing returns where if you have it too quick, you're not as successful and then these companies realize yeah maybe we gotta throttle back so hey Disney way to go good strategy perhaps Disney was trying to go with that Lisa Simpson motif where all right you've seen Star Wars and now it's just like yes 364 days until the next Star Wars (laughs) and now everyone's like oh 364 days till next Star Wars and then they go see it and it's just like great what's next year all right well and from Favreau because we just had Vashi Nidomansky here at Full Sail University like I don't know a year and a half or so ago or not Vashi uh, Ben Gross 
Grossman. And Ben Grossman was working with Favreau on The Lion King because he's doing the re-release of the I new Lion King. I completely forgot that Favreau yeah, was doing for that. for Disney. And so Disney plucking him and saying, okay, then we'll put you over here with the Star Wars thing. That's kind of cool. I like it. He's hit that Nolan level of credibility where he can kind of just do what he yeah. wants. But I feel like yeah. he's more of a Robert Rodriguez in that case where he'll do the bigger projects so he can fund his smaller ones. Yeah. Well, I think we're all glad to see Disney making a good choice with that because one of the options is to grind this into the ground and we lose something that we've loved for generations now, multiple generations, or they could do that very prudent thing and pull back on the money hopper lever and, you know, they don't need all the money to pour out as quickly as long as it's going to keep pouring out forever. You don't choke the golden goose, I guess. I think that's why Walt used to say, I don't want, you know, Snow White too. I think he just wanted his company to drive innovation and drive fresh new ideas. Maybe you take an older story, but you present it fresh once and then that's it. And then you move on to the next thing. So there's something to be said for spacing things out strategically. We definitely want to keep it a galaxy far, far away, not the galaxy long, long forgotten. Absolutely. And so far, so good. So far, so good. I'm looking forward to seeing that Mandalorian series come out. We'll see if the television adaptation of these stories makes it a little more palatable to show up as often as it does. And what a fun experiment. Kick back and wait for that to happen. Love it. Well, all right, everybody. I appreciate you being here with us. On behalf of Pete and the WooHoo crew. (laughs) Any other levels of volume that we have to clip out later. Absolutely have a beautiful rest of your week. And we'll see you guys on October 21st. Bye, everybody.